This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. Here is a little tad bit from a new group of fifth graders. This is a group of fifth graders in Milford, Indiana. They have put together their own phone cast, their own phone call, where you could call when you're having a down day and listen to some positive things. So I'm going to call them and give you a tad bit of what's happening here. Thank you for calling Milford Schools. When life gives you lemons, call the fifth grader phone line. We're glad you're here to lift your spirit. Please listen to the following options. Press 1 for Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader Fact? Press 2 for Jokes. Press 3 for Pep Talk or Advice. Press 4 for Inspirational Quotes That Will Inspire. Press 5 for Kind Sayings or Phrases. Press 6 for the above options in Spanish. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? How many wheels will 99 bikes and one trash school have in all? How many? 201. What was the name of the last queen of France? Who? Marie Antoinette. What measures is it north or south of the equator, latitude or longitude? Which one? Latitude. What are the three states of matter? I don't know. Solid, liquid, and gas. Why do you often see lightning before you hear thunder? Why? Light travels faster than sound. Hello. Thank you for calling Milford Schools when my jokes. What do you give us six lemon? What? Lemonade. What do you call two monkeys to share an Amazon account? I don't know. What do you call two monkeys to share an Amazon account? Primates. Why do we tell Atkins to break a leg? Why? Because every plate has a cat. Why is Santa's ghost karate? Why? Because he has a breath boat. Knock, knock. Who's it? Kanga. Kanga who? Actually, it's kangaroo. Hello. Thank you for calling Milford Schools when life gives you pet talk and advice. Dreams remain dreams until you take action. Don't be afraid to be afraid. Don't try to impress everyone. The unhappiest people are the people that care the most. You are more fun than anyone or anything I know, including bubble wrap. No task is beneath you. Hello, thank you for calling Milford Schools when life inspirational quotes. We rise by lifting others, Robert and Russell. It always seems impossible until it's done. Now from Mandel. Life is about supporting on and letting go, ready. No act of kindness, no matter how small, is nice. Asa. Be the rainbow in someone's clothes, Maya Angelou. Hello, thank you for calling Milford Schools when life gives you lemons. Call the fifth grader phone line. We're glad you're here to lift your spirit. Kind sayings and phrases. Everyone cares about you. We love the way you think. Always look on the bright side. Dream without fear, love without limits. Enjoy every moment. Hello, thank you for calling. That is a little bit of what a local fifth grade group, Milford Elementary School has done. The number to call for them is 574-8. Three two four nine six five, and you will be connected to automated service where the teacher and the kids have recorded messages and they change each day. Hope you enjoy these messages and give them a ring whenever you are feeling down. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Good afternoon. Here is a little bit of what's happening within the schools around us and some advice on how to make it semi-better or get better. There's been a lot of articles on social media, in the newspaper, where students are fighting students, teachers are hitting students. These last two years have been semi-rough for the students and teachers, guardians, everybody has had it rough. They're blaming the last two years on half of this mess, which it can be part of it. The kids were virtual, in person, they were hybrid. We had teachers that are doing what they can to get these kids caught up and back on track. We have parents that are trying to control their kids. There's a lot. We have kids that are doing TikTok challenges that are not nice, laughing about them. The most recent TikTok challenge is kids will take the OZ's water beads and shoot them off at cars and think it's funny. Someone can really get hurt. And so these kids, teenagers, when they get caught, they want to go to court and try to sway the judge to shorten their sentence or time for this. We have teachers who are striking students who are getting away with it because people are saying they're good teachers. You could be a good teacher and still be at your breaking point. There's a lot of middle school and high school fights happening. There's a lot of craziness happening. There's a lot of groups out there you can connect to to get the help that you need. Some of the after school groups that a teen and kid could get connected to are Boys and Girls Club. The Boys and Girls Club for Elkhart County, they got one at Beardsley Elementary School in Elkhart, as well as one of the Elkhart Freshman Division for the teens. There's also a Boys and Girls Club in Goshen, in Ampani. There's Boys and Girls Club everywhere. There's a Lifeline program that has clubs for all ages, and they are also within the schools. There's a suicide hotline prevention that if you're thinking about taking your life, please get the help that you need. There's a big push following the recent suicide of a seventh grader who was bullied at a local elementary, local middle school. And the teachers and students have yet to be dealt with. Some of these teachers saw the bullying and did nothing about it. It may have been reported, but nothing was done. Elkhart Community Schools should do better. We have Jimtown teacher striking a student. But he his time he got, he was a good teacher, everyone said. He couldn't stretch his kid. Nothing ever happened. And so they're sticking up for the teacher. But what about the kid? So that happened. There's a lot of ways to let energy out. Whether it's finding support system. Finding safer outlets. It could be something as riding a bike, hanging outside, baking, cooking, watching a movie, whatever it may be. You could do the channel this energy, this negativity someplace else. The teachers and parents 
are doing all that they can to make sure these kids succeed. And sometimes they're at the breaking point. Parents can be at the breaking point too. Then you got parents who we don't know what they're doing. They have no clue what's going on. Their kid nothing never does nothing wrong. So there is two sides of every story. There's a side that we can do better as individuals. The schools could do better at locating issues that's happening, whether it's inappropriate stuff, listening in, checking to be here with the students. If students are not looking too well, find out what's bothering them. The teachers know firsthand when there's something going on at home. Parents could do what they could. Listen, be there for their kids whenever they can, whenever possible. Or get them connected to Boys and Girls Club, Lifeline, Tolson Center. Some of programs that work with these kids are Depot, Depot. All these stuff that you can do out there. You could be doing the best that you can as a parent, as a teacher, and still struggle. These last years have not been easy. We as Elkhart County can do better. We as a society can do better. Whether it's starting our own accountability group with people that we know. We all need help in one way or another. We just fall short. We can do better as a community. We can do better as teachers. We can do better helping our young people figure out why they're hurting, why they want to do violence for, why they get in fights all the time. There's help out there. We just got to take the time to look for the help. I hope some of these ways to connect with people, individual groups, or suggestions that I gave you will be able to help someone in the long run. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Take care, be safe, and do better. Here are some spring events happening in April and in May. On Saturday, April 2nd, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., East of Bunny will be at the National New York Central Railroad Museum in downtown Elkhart. They will be having an Easter egg scavenger hunt, some games, activities, and treat bags. April 9th, in Ch- Enchanted Gardens, We'll have our Easter egg event, and that will take place from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday, April 16th, at Zion Missionary Church, they will be having an Easter egg extravanza. The address for Zion Missionary Church is from is 1135 East Highway Avenue. It will take place from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., this is for all children from baby through sixth year, sixth grade, who are to be accompanied by a teenage sibling or parent. It's a free event. They will have three separate areas for the babies, the pre-K, kindergarten through second graders, as third through sixth graders to collect the eggs. 
That, once again, is taking place at Zion Missionary Church for the Easter Egg Extravanza starting at 10 a.m. and going on to 11.30 a.m. These next two events are sponsored by Dem Spencer Boys Sweet Lemonade. They will be having a Black Taste of Excellence at Manhattan Park on Sunday, May 1st from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. They are looking for vendors. If you're interested... Get a hold of Ashley Spencer on Facebook or check out the Elkhart County Events Facebook page. There will be free hot dogs, chips, and water for the kids, as well as free haircuts and braids for the girls and the boys. They are also hosting a mother and daughter tea, which takes place on Saturday, May 21st. The address for that is 721 South Main Street here in Elkhart, Indiana. They are requiring tickets to be purchased. If you want more information, contact Ashley Spencer on Facebook or scroll through Elkhart County events page and more information will be available there. Hope you enjoy some of the spring events happening in April and in May. Take care and have a wonderful day. This is News Source 1 Michiana. Elkhart South Bend. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark.
This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. This is News Source 1 Michiana's School and Community Information Minicast with Sylvia Stark. Good afternoon. Here is going to be a discussion on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary. Some of the stuff that's happening in the next few months, perhaps weeks. We don't know. First, let's recognize our school board members who were the only two people who voted no. And they were Mr. Doug Weaver and Ms. Kelly Norms. They were awesome at standing up for the students and staff in the community. There's other individuals who also represented us well, and that is Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino's wife happens to work at one of the schools I work with. And so it was nice to see that connection there. They voted five to two to transform Hawthorne Elementary School on our south side of Elkhart into a pre-K this coming school year of August 2022 August of 2023. This was the most craziest school board meeting there ever was. They talked about two different topics. They spent a small portion on bullying and a large portion on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary. There was a lot of frustrations, irritated, passionate people who spoke trying to make them not close the school, repurpose this school. There's approximately 500 students who will now go to 
at least seven neighboring schools, and they are Mary Beck, Mary Daly, Roosevelt, Beardsley, Riverview, and Monger. Six schools Hoffman kids are going to transfer to, seven affected altogether. You have students from six schools who may or may not be returning to the original school coming in August, but they have no idea. The parents don't know. There is a lack of communication across the whole entire Elkhart School Board and the Elkhart School's administration. They are calling for the resignation of Superintendent Steve Thadamir. Probably pronounced his name wrong. There was a lot of discussion. So fact that I was watching at home and I was feeling for the teachers and students and staff. I am an employee of Hawthorne Elementary School behind the scenes, which means I get privilege of serving food to the kids at Hawthorne. I am also a staff member at Monger, which is another school who is involved in the process and they are losing approximately 40 students to another school. Some of these students I've got to know over the last four and a half years. Some of these students are just new to Monger who will now have the transform to another school, transfer to another school. There's a lot going on. The, the demeanor and atmosphere at Hawthorne has changed completely. Although I am behind the scenes at Hawthorne, I get the opportunity to see these kids for a short time. The third through sixth graders come through my line and I bring them up. They're saying good morning, good afternoon, how's your day, have a nice day. And these are on my gloomy days. I also get an opportunity to chit chat with some of the kindergarten and seventh graders as they pass me throughout the day. And they are some smart kids. Some of these kids are in a high ability program, which is currently at Hawthorne. And them high ability kids now have to go to a whole new school. There's stuff that's going on here. And I don't know what. But here are some of the points that are happening some of the discussion that was happening at school board meeting and it's quite a lot there has been 14 staff members from our community schools especially Hotham, that have transferred to other schools there was a, in, a person there a state representative and he was really representing the community. He's been at most of these meetings and passionate about his job. The next person representing the community was, like I said, Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino has a, t- a wife who works at Monger, which is a school that's also affected by this move. They are losing 40 kids. There has been no parent communication between the seven schools, so none of the other six schools know that their kids are leaving. You're closing or repurposing Hawthorne, but you're also removing kids from six other schools to other schools, but they don't even know where they're going yet. And it's not resolved yet. There's gonna be housing instability that will probably happen because most of these students 
or Walter Distance Hawthorne. And that is predominantly an African-American Hispanic community that's been uprooted by the notion of five school board meeting, school board members on their decisions. So there was, he wants the people to slow down and stop this nonsense. That is summing up what Mr. Moreno had said before they made their decision. There was promises that were not met, that the school had promised, they never met them. So what's gonna happen now, afterwards, going forward? We don't know, nobody knows. The high belly program at Hawthorne will be no more. There was a comment made that the schools don't operate like Monopoly. So there is a lot of craziness within this move that makes no sense. But I took some time to well, research different school board members, news stations that was represented here, and see what was said. There are approximately 4,000, 6,000 student spots that are not filled. There is a teacher shortage already, a bus driver shortage. In one of the school board members, Von Buerville, I believe, says the people who are suffering the most is the kids. Everybody affected affected by this move is going to be affected the most. Not just the kids. you got students who are going to be graduating as the last class of Hawthorne this year. It is their last Hawthorne of Hawthorne. They'll last everything at Hawthorne. Pretty much. This is the last ride for Hawthorne this school year. This coming up May 27th, 2022 is the last for everything at Hawthorne. Everything they worked for over the 30 plus years that people have been at that school, out the window. They had a discussion with a school board member before the vote. Mr. Weaver pointed out the criteria and the policy were not followed for the school board meeting and the procedures. And he said there was abuse of power. They failed to commit as agendas before this meeting. There is a lot of stuff that could go wrong in this. They wanted to wait until the year 2023 after a feasible study was conducted to see if they can reevaluate, change their mind about repurposing Hawthorne. That was shot down real quick. There could be potential looking at charter schools and see what they could have done, make them to charter schools. It's a, he's also talked about representing the Hispanic community, of how Hawthorne is Hispanic community is not represented there, but Hawthorne has a lot of Hispanic community, and they predominantly reside on the south side of Elkhart. The next school board member to speak was Miss Mullins. Miss Mullins said students need education. You have a teacher charge already. So you're moving all these kids 
to other school districts when you have a teacher shortage. She asked for the school board to be held accountable for this. Who's held accountable? She went as far as calling the administrative shady. She said that it was handled shady by the administrative. Oh, and the Warren board member, Miss Bowling, she was looking at the audience and she had the audacity to compare the repurposing Hoffman Elementary to a business transaction and talked about the failing school grades of Hoffman Elementary. At the beginning of the process, they had nothing to do with why they want to repurpose Hawthorne. It appeared at that time they were going to shift to keep Hawthorne open until they made their vote. At the end of her squeal, she said she's voted yes to repurposing Hawthorne. That made the crowd upset, but she knew it was coming. Her goal is to do right by the students. How are you doing right by the students? By repurposing a Hawthorne Elementary School to become pre-K hub and letting 500 students have to be transferred out to a new school. How are you doing right by the students? And there was another board member, Mr. Troy. He was talking about the teacher shortages and the large classroom sizes. And it sounded like, it felt like he was preaching like it was instructionalized racism. But one of the things that he said, which was quoted, was, we will continue to have classrooms not staffed by teachers and classroom sizes that are not conductive to learning. And who is, is that a disservice to? Is a disservice to the students. And so, classrooms are not stopped by teachers. What does it have to do with repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary? I have no idea what's going on here, these people, but they have lost their minds. And then our school president, Darcy Davis, who people do not particularly care for, said, Now is our time to come together and find a solution that works long term. That's good for the students and the families and our communities long term. That is not one sided. Sounds one sided to me. Is it one sided? Don't worry about the little noise in the background. It sounds one-sided to me. It's one-sided because they knew what they were going to do clear back in February. They started this business. It's a mess in half. The Hawthorne teachers have until this Friday, which will be April 15th, to decide what school they will be going to. They only had two options. Mary Becker Roosevelt. Nobody said four Hawthorne teachers already have resigned when they announced the walk, when they announced repurposing. Almost everybody walked out. That'd be Hawthorne teachers and parents. Anyone supporting Hawthorne walked out. 
and they were tears and they were irritated and you can see look on their faces yes this is a mess and a half <clears throat> don't know and so effective as of may 27th 2022 this will be the last official walking class of Hawthorne Elementary School in the south side of Elkhart. May 27th, 2022, approximately 500 students will not be attending Hawthorne no longer. 500 students will not be attending Southside Elkhart School no longer. Not the outcome we need. A lot has happened. The school board did not listen to the community. Mind you, two did. So for the work on decision process vote, it was five yes, two to no, so it passes. Hmm. Have a, a fantastic, wonderful day, and good luck to all of the Hawthorne community, staff and parents, as they figure out the next steps for their students or where they'll be going by the end of this current school year of 2022. Take care. Good afternoon. Here is going to be a discussion on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary. Some of the stuff that's happening in the next few months, perhaps weeks. We don't know. First, I'd like to recognize our scoreboard board members who were the only two people who voted no. And they were Mr. Doug Weaver and Miss Kelly Norms. They were awesome at standing up for the students, the staff, and the community. There's other individuals who also represented us well, and that is Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino's wife happens to work at one of the schools I work with. And so it was nice to see that connection there. They voted five to two to transform Hawthorne Elementary School on the south side of Elkhart into a pre-K this coming school year of August, 2022. August of 2023. This was the most craziest school board meeting there ever was. They talked about two different topics. They spent a small portion on bullying and a large portion on the repurposing of Hoffman Elementary. There was a lot of frustrations, irritated, passionate people who spoke, trying to make them not close the school, repurpose this school. There's approximately 500 students who will now go to at least seven neighboring schools, and they are Mary Beck, Mary Daly, Roosevelt, Beersley, Riverview, and Monger. Six schools. Hawthorne kids are going to transfer to seven affected altogether. You have students from six schools who may or may not be returning to the original school 
coming in August, but they have no idea. The parents don't know. There is a lack of communication across the whole entire Elkhart School Board and the Elkhart Schools Administration. They are calling for the resignation of Superintendent Steve Thadamir. Probably pronounced his name wrong. There was a lot of discussion. So fat that I was watching at home and I was feeling for the teachers and students and staff. I am an employee of Hawthorne Elementary School behind the scenes, which means I get privilege of serving food to the kids at Hawthorne. I am also a staff member at Monger, which is another school who is involved in the process and they are losing approximately 40 students to another school. Some of these students I've got to know over the last four and a half years. Some of these students are just new to Monger who will now have to transform to another school, transfer to another school. There's a lot going on. The, the demeanor and atmosphere at Hawthorne has changed completely. Although I am behind the scenes at Hawthorne, I get the opportunity to see these kids for a short time. The third through sixth graders come through my line and ring them up. They're saying good morning, good afternoon, how's your day, have a nice day. And these are on my gloomy days. I also get an opportunity to chit chat with some of the kindergarten and seventh graders as they pass me throughout the day. And they are some smart kids. Some of these kids are in a high ability program, which is currently at Hawthorne. And them high ability kids now have to go to a whole new school. There's stuff that's going on here. And I don't know what. But here are some of the points that are happening, or some of the discussion that was happening at the school board meeting, and it's quite a lot. There has been 14 staff members from our community schools, specifically probably Hawthorne, that have transferred to other schools. There was a, in, a person, there a state representative and he was really representing the community. He's been at most of these meetings and passionate about his job. The next person representing the community was, like I said, Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino has a, t- a wife who works at Monger, which is a school that's also affected by this move. They are losing 40 kids. There has been no parent communication between the seven schools, so none of the other six schools know that their kids are leaving. You're closing or repurposing Hawthorne, but you're also removing kids from six other schools to so other schools, but they don't even know where they're going yet. And it's not resolved yet. There's gonna be housing instability that will probably happen because most of these students are walking distance Hawthorne. And that is predominantly an African-American Hispanic community that's been uprooted by the notion of five school board meeting, school board members on their decisions. So there was, he wants the people to slow down and stop. 
is nonsense. That is summing up what Mr. Moreno had said before they made their decision. There was promises that were not met, that the school had promised, they never met them. So what's gonna happen now, afterwards, going forward? We don't know, nobody knows. The High Billy Pogan Hawthorne will be no more. There was a comment made that the schools don't operate like Monopoly. So there is a lot of craziness within this move that makes no sense. But I took some time to research different school board members, news stations that was represented here, and see what was said. There are approximately 4,000, 6,000 student spots that are not filled. There is a teacher shortage already, a bus driver shortage. And one of the school board members, Von Buerville, I believe, says the people who are suffering the most is the kids. Everybody affected affected by this move is going to be affected the most. Not just the kids. You got students who are going to be graduating as the last class of Hawthorne this year. It is their last walk around Hawthorne. Their last everything at Hawthorne. Pretty much. This is the last ride for Hawthorne this school year. This coming up May 27th, 2022 is the last for everything at Hawthorne. Everything they worked for over the 30 plus years that people have been at that school, out the window. They had a discussion with a school board member before the vote. Mr. Weaver pointed out the criteria and the policy were not followed for the school board meeting and the procedures. And he said there was abuse of power. They failed to commit as agendas before this meeting. There is a lot of stuff that could go wrong in this. They wanted to wait until the year 2023 after a feasible study was conducted to see if they can reevaluate, change their mind about repurposing of Hawthorne. That was shot at real quick. There could be potential to looking at charter schools and see what they could have done, make them to charter schools. Is that he's also talked about representing the Hispanic community, of how Hawthorne is Hispanic community is not represented there, but Hawthorne has a lot of Hispanic community, and they predominantly reside on the south side of Elkhart. The next school board member to speak was Miss Mullins. Miss Mullins said students need education. You have a teacher charge already. So you're moving all these kids to other school districts when you have a teacher shortage. She asked for the school board to be held accountable for this. Who's held accountable? She went as far as calling the administrative shady. She said that was handled shady by the administrative. Oh, and the Warren board member 
Miss Bowling, she was looking at the audience and she had the audacity to compare the repurposing Hoffman Elementary to a business transaction and talked about the failing school grades of Hoffman Elementary. At the beginning of the process, that had nothing to do with why they want to repurpose Hawthorne. It appeared at that time they were going to shift to keep Hawthorne open until they made their vote. At the end of her squeal, she said she's voted yes to repurposing Hawthorne. That made the crowd upset, but she knew it was coming. Her goal is to do right by the students. How are you doing right by the students? By repurposing a Hawthorne Elementary School to become pre-K hub and letting 500 students have to be transferred out to a new school. How are you doing right by the students? And there was another board member, Mr. Troy. He was talking about the teacher shortages and the large classroom sizes. And it sounded like, it felt like he was preaching like it was instructionalized racism. But one of the things that he said, which was quoted, was, we will continue to have classrooms not staffed by teachers and classroom sizes that are not conducted to learning and who is is that a disservice to? Is a disservice to the students. And so classrooms are not stopped by teachers. What does it have to do with repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary? I have no idea what's going on here with these people, but they have lost their minds. And then our school president, Darcy Davis, who people do not particularly care for, said, Now is our time to come together and find a solution that works long term. That's good for the students and the families and our communities long term. That is not one-sided. Sounds one-sided to me. Is it one-sided? Don't worry about the little noise in the background. It sounds one-sided to me. It's one-sided because they knew what they were going to do clear back in February when they started this business. It's a mess in half. The Hawthorne teachers have until this Friday, which will be April 15th, to decide what school they will be going to. They only had two options, Mary Becker Roosevelt. Nobody said four Hawthorne teachers already have resigned when they announced the walk, when they announced repurposing. Almost everybody walked out. That'd be Hawthorne teachers and parents, even when supporting Hawthorne walked out. And they were tears and they were irritated. And you can see look on their faces. Yes. This is a mess and a half. <clears throat> Don't know. And so effective as of May 27th, 2022, this will be the last official walking class of Hawthorne Elementary School and the south side of Elkhart. 
May 27th, 2022, approximately 500 students will not be attending Hawthorne no longer. 500 students will not be attending Southside Elkhart School no longer. Not the outcome we need. A lot has happened. The school board did not listen to the community. Mind you, two did. So for the work on decision process vote, it was five yes, two to no, so it passes. Hmm. Have a, a fantastic, wonderful day, and good luck to all of the Hawthorne community, staff and parents, as they figure out the next steps for their students or where they'll be going by the end of this current school year of 2022. Take care. Here is going to be a discussion on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary. Some of the stuff that's happening in the next few months, perhaps weeks. We don't know. First, I'd like to recognize our school board members who were the only two people who voted no. And they were Mr. Doug Weaver and Miss Kelly Norms. They were awesome at standing up for the students and staff in the community. There's other individuals who also represented us well, and that is Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino's wife happens to work at one of the schools I work with. And so it was nice to see that connection there. They voted five to two to transform Hawthorne Elementary School on the south side of Elkhart into pre-K this coming school year of August 2022 to August of 2023. This was the most craziest school board meeting there ever was. They talked about two different topics. They spent a small portion on bullying and a large portion on the repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary. There was a lot of frustrations, irritated, passionate people who spoke, trying to make them not close the school, repurpose this school. There's approximately 500 students who will now go to at least seven neighboring schools, and they are Mary Beck, Mary Daly, Roosevelt, Bearsley, Riverview, and Monger. Six schools Hawthorne kids are going to transfer to, seven affected altogether. You have students from six schools who may or may not be returning to the original school coming in August, but they have no idea. The parents don't know. There is a lack of communication across the whole entire Elkhart School Board and the Elkhart School's administration. They are calling for the re-resignation of Superintendent Steve Thadamir. Probably pronounce his name wrong. 
there was a lot of discussion. So fat that I was watching at home and I was feeling for the teachers and students and staff. I am an employee of Hawthorne Elementary School behind the scenes, which means I get privilege of serving food to the kids at Hawthorne. I am also a staff member at Monger, which is another school who is involved in the process and they are losing approximately 40 students to another school. Some of these students I've got to know over the last four and a half years. Some of these students are just new to Monger who will now have to transform to another school, transfer to another school. There's a lot going on. The, the demeanor and atmosphere at Hawthorne has changed completely. Although I am behind the scenes at Hawthorne, I get the opportunity to see these kids for a short time. The third through sixth graders come through my line and bring them up. They're saying good morning, good afternoon, how's your day, have a nice day. And these are on my gloomy days. I also get an opportunity to chit chat with some of the kindergarten and graders as they pass me throughout the day. And they are some smart kids. Some of these kids are in a high ability program, which is currently at Hawthorne. And them high ability kids now have to go to a whole new school. There's stuff that's going on here. And I don't know what. But here are some of the points that are happening or some of the discussion that was happening at school board meeting, and it's quite a lot. There has been 14 staff members from our community schools, especially probably Hotham, that have transferred to other schools. There was a, a person, there a state representative, and he was really representing the community. He's been at most of these meetings and passionate about his job. The next person representing the community was, like I said, Mr. Marino. Mr. Marino has a, t- a wife who works at Monger, which is a school that's also affected by this move. They are losing 40 kids. There has been no parent communication between the seven schools, so none of the other six schools know that their kids are leaving. You're closing or repurposing Hawthorne, but you're also removing kids from six other schools to other schools where they don't even know where they're going yet. And it's not resolved yet. There's going to be housing instability that will probably happen because most of these students are walking distance Hawthorne. And that is predominantly an African-American Hispanic community that's been uprooted by the notion of five school board meeting, school board members on their decisions. So there was, he wants the people to slow down and stop this nonsense. That summing up what Mr. Moreno had said before they made their decision. There was promises that were not met, that the school had promised, they never met them. So what's going to happen now, afterwards, going forward? We don't know. Nobody knows. 
the High Bailey Pilgrim Hawthorne will be no more. There was a comment made that the schools don't operate like Monopoly. So there is a lot of craziness within this move that makes no sense. But I took some time to well, research different school board members, news stations that was represented here, and see what was said. There are approximately 4,000, 6,000 student spots that are not filled. There is a teacher shortage already, a bus driver shortage. And one of the school board members, Von Buerville, I believe, says the people who are suffering the most is the kids. Everybody affected affected by this move is going to be affected the most. Not just the kids. you got students who are going to be graduating as the last class of Hawthorne this year. It is their last walk-around of Hawthorne. Their last everything at Hawthorne. Pretty much. This is the last ride for Hawthorne this school year. This coming up May 27th, 2022 is the last for everything at Hawthorne. Everything they worked for over the 30 plus years that people have been at that school, out the window. They had a discussion with a school board member for the vote. Mr. Weaver pointed out the criteria and the policy were not followed for the school board meeting and the procedures. And he said there was abuse of power. They failed to commit as agendas before this meeting. There is a lot of stuff that could go wrong in this. They wanted to wait until the year 2023 after a feasible study was conducted to see if they can reevaluate, change their mind about repurpose of Hawthorne. That was shot at real quick. There could be potential to looking at charter schools and see what they could have done, make them to charter schools. Is that he's also talked about representing the Hispanic community, of how Hawthorne is Hispanic community is not represented there, but Hawthorne has a lot of Hispanic community, and they predominantly reside on the south side of Elkhart. The next school board member to speak was Miss Mullins. Miss Mullins said students need education. You have a teacher charge already. So you're moving all these kids to other school districts when you have a teacher shortage. She asked for the school board to be held accountable for this. Who's held accountable? She went as far as calling the administrative shady. She said that is handled shady by the administrative. Oh, and the Warren board member, Miss Bowling, she was looking at the audience and she had the audacity to compare the repurposing Hoffman Elementary to a business transaction and talked about the failing school grades of Hawthorne Elementary. At the beginning of the process, they had nothing to do with why they want to repurpose Hawthorne. 
it appeared at that time they were going to shift to keep Hawthorne open until they made their vote. At the end of her squeal, she said she's voted yes to repurposing Hawthorne. That made the crowd upset, but she knew it was coming. Uh -uh. Her goal is to do right by the students. How are you doing right by the students? By repurposing a Hawthorne Elementary School to become pre-K hub and letting 500 students have to be transferred out to a new school. How are you doing right by the students? Then there was another board member, Mr. Troy. He was talking about the teacher shortages and the large classroom sizes. And it sounded like, it felt like he was preaching like it was instructionalized racism. But one of the things that he said, which was quoted, was, we will continue to have classrooms not staffed by teachers and classroom sizes that are not conductive to learning. And who is, is that a disservice to? Is a disservice to the students. So, classrooms are not stuffed by teachers. What does it have to do with repurposing of Hawthorne Elementary? I have no idea what's going on here, these people, but they have lost their minds. And then our school president, Darcy Davis, who people do not particularly care for, said, now is our time to come together and find a solution that works long-term. That's good for the students and the families and our communities long-term. That is not one-sided. Sounds one-sided to me. Is it one-sided? Don't worry about the little noise in the background. It sounds one-sided to me. It's one-sided because they knew what they were going to do clear back in February when they started this business. It's a mess in half. The Hawthorne teachers have until this Friday, which will be April 15th, to decide what school they will be going to. They only had two options, Mary Becker Roosevelt. Nobody said, four Hawthorne teachers already have resigned when they announced the walk, when they announced repurposing. Almost everybody walked out. That'd be Hawthorne teachers, and parents, Ian was reporting how they walked out and they were tears and they were irritated. And you can see the look on their faces. Yes, this is a mess and a half. <clears throat> Don't know. And so effective as of May 27th, 2022, this will be the last official walking class of Hawthorne Elementary School and the south side of Elkhart. May 27th, 2022, approximately 500 students will not be attending Hawthorne no longer. 500 students will not be attending Southside Elkhart School no longer. Not the outcome we need. A lot has happened. The school board did not listen to the community. Mind you, two did. 
So for the World Cup decision process vote, it was five yes, two to no, so it passes. Hmm. Have a, a fantastic, wonderful day. And good luck to all of the Hawthorne community, staff, and parents as they figure out the next steps for their students or where they'll be going by the end of this current school year, the 2022. Take care.